We're talking with uh, Trudy Quave, who is on Bethlehem's Neighbors for Peace. Uh, she was on recently talking uh, with respect to the December 5th presentation that Bethlehem Neighbors for Peace uh, put together at the local library with uh, Miko Piled, um, who is a Israeli-Palestinian uh, activist, and that caused quite a bit of controversy in the local community. And actually, the the Bethlehem Library Board has now decided that they're going to ban Bethlehem Neighbors for Peace from using the library for a year, allegedly underground, because Miko, after the event, apparently sold a book or two out in his car, which they claim violates uh, the rules. So, so Trudy, why don't you quickly bring us up to speed? What What is the present uh, controversy, and why did Miko's presentation generate uh, such a backlash? Well, it, it's hard to know why this particular uh, event created such a, a backlash. I, I think it's at least partially due to the fact that Israel uh, is at war with Gaza right now. People are very sensitive about that issue. Uh, but that's also the reason that we asked him to come. Uh, a lot of our members are really concerned about um, the war and they would like it to stop. And uh, Miko Pellet has a perspective that you don't get in the mainstream media. And uh, he's a great speaker. He's very well informed. Uh, he was born in Israel. He's the, He was in the military in Israel himself. His father was a general. His grandfather was one of the original signers of um, not the Declaration of Independence, but whatever the original document was in Israel. His grandfather was one of the signers. So um, he, he he's a, a, a really interesting person to have come and talk. And we'd had him before. We had him back in 2018. Another group had also had him. In fact, the other group had him at the Bethlehem Library, and he actually just written a book at that point, and he was selling books. And he was well-received both times. Neither time did we have any protesters. So Maybe we just go back and get, get a little bit of the history for Bethlehem Neighbors of Peace. Uh, you know, I know there was a well-respected longtime peace um, group here in the Capital District, um, known for doing, I guess, a weekly visual out at, I believe, the Four Corners area in Bethlehem, I believe, Monday Monday evening. But how, how long has Bethlehem Neighbors for Peace been active? Obviously, been active on peace issues, but, you know, what are some of the issues that you've focused on over the years? Well, we've primarily focused on peace. We, we formed as a group and became Bethlehem Neighbors for Peace in 2003. So we've been around over 20 years. We started with the vigil in 2004, we decided to go ahead and have a program at the library. Uh, we started thinking about how people didn't really have access to a lot of good information by reading the newspaper. And 2000, thought, okay. 2004 is probably the wars in Iran, um, Iraq, Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah, yes. it was. That was really what brought us all together as a group. And there were quite a few people in Bethlehem at that time that were really upset about those wars. And, and uh, so it wasn't hard to get 30 people together to protest at the Four Corners, even when they first started. And I wasn't there at the very beginning, but I, I saw them out there. I heard them speak. I thought, I want to I want to 
be part of this group. I was so impressed that they were willing to stand there. So that's when I joined just about 20 years ago. And um, I've been working with them ever since. We've had a program at the library almost once a month for that 20 years. We, we stopped during, uh, we stopped during COVID, but pretty much we've continued that. We've covered all sorts of issues, climate change, Black Lives Matter, hydrofracking, healthcare for all. We've had uh, many authors. Um, we've showed various films. We've Julian Assange, you name it. We've probably had a forum about it. If it wasn't at the Bethlehem Library, we had forums also at the Albany Library or the um, Bethlehem Town Hall. So we we thought it was we've always thought it was really important to to be out there in the community offering some kind of educational program. And, and my guess is that you're actually Bethlehem Neighbors of Peace, probably one of the more active and even larger community groups in in the town. Well, I'd say I don't know if we're more active, but we certainly had a pretty sizable membership, especially in the beginning. And I think at the height of our group, we might might have had a mailing list of maybe 700 people. We're down to about 350 now. But um, to show up now for a vigil, we can have anywhere between five and 20. And if we ask people to come out for a particular reason, we'll get more. Now, we, we got a little bit under about four minutes left. So, you know, just reading from the paper, you know, they, they accuse Miko um, Pellet, you know, of engaging in hate speech. A lot of that seemed to be, uh, you know, around this common chant you see at all of the Palestinian support rallies, you know, right. from the from the river, you know, to the sea, which is, you know, sort of description of the, you know, I guess Palestinian homeland. I mean, how how would you describe, you know, Miko's, you know, presentation? Did you see any level of hate or anti-Semitism? No, I didn't see any at all. I, I really respect what he says. I think he's very truthful and honest. I think he can back up what he says with facts. I think what was unusual about this is that this group of people had tried to stop the event the town board had had a meeting uh, to try to uh, give the community an opportunity to voice why they didn't want the event to happen. You mean uh, the library board? The town library board, yes. They had a meeting on the 4th, December 4th. They gave people an opportunity to speak. Uh, almost 100 people spoke mostly against Miko um, Pellet being allowed to speak, but to their, to their credit, the library board decided to let him go ahead, recognizing our First Amendment right. However, some of those people were really not happy. So on the 5th, those, some of those same people showed up, and there'd been a lot of publicity over the December 4th meeting, so almost 200 people showed up. We only had room for about 95. So many of those people managed to get into the program and right from the beginning they tried to shut it down so uh there were a few things that miko said that really upset them he did use the term from the river to the sea at that point the library director came in and tried to stop the program um, quite a few people were really upset by that there were i would say probably 75 percent of the people that were there really wanted to hear what he had to say they were really interested in what he was talking about but there were just a very few people, maybe five people that decided that they weren't gonna let it happen. 
So they started screaming hate speech and anti-Semitism and various different things to try to stop the program. At one point, the uh, one of the uh, library board members came in and said, uh, there is no legal definition of hate speech. Please let this program continue. And eventually it did continue and it ended, but it had been very contentious the entire time. Um, the agitators, I would call them, were trying to stop the program the whole time. They were well, well, we only have about 90 seconds left. So they have banned Bethlehem Neighbors for Peace for you know, a year, hold an yeah. event, yes. understand some people are going to show up at the, I guess, January 8th uh, board meeting and try to tell them this is really, you know, restriction on free speech. And, and the last minute or so, if people want to express their opinion at this point, um, you know, how can they do so? And is there any sense that the library board might be backing down? Uh, there's no sense that the library board might be backing down. Uh, there is a there is a Bethlehem uh, Public Library website. You can uh, you can add your comments on the website. There's a there's a form where you can address the board. The board meets I think the first Monday of every month. They're meeting on January eighth. They do allow people to make a three minute statement at that meeting. So some of us will definitely be there for that. Does the Neighbors of Peace have a website if people want more information about the group? We do. BethlehemNeighborsForPeace.org is our website. We also have an email that goes out weekly. You can get on our email list. We have a Facebook page. We'd love to have more people join us. We're out there every Monday vigiling 4 o'clock in the wintertime, 5 o'clock in the summer. Talking with Trudy Quaver from Bethlehem's Neighbors for Peace, and this has been Mark Dunley with the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.